Welcome back to the Declaration Podcast. My name is Ty DeClaire. Thanks for coming in and listening up today. Yeah. Welcome back in. Uh, September 1st tomorrow. Let's go. Yes, today is August 31st, Monday night, last day of August. Where did the time go? Oh my goodness. Anywho, I'd like to thank Patreon. Over in the squad, we got Liam Nolan, at Liam Nolan, Matt Nafe, at Matt Nafe, and Boyan Ansonoff, at Boyan V. Ansonoff. Thank you all so, so much. Over in the Angels, we have Chris Pierce, at Chris Pierce 103. Go pick up some litter today. Give the world a hug. Do what you can. The world would appreciate it if it was... Well, I mean, the world might be a living being, but I don't know if I can actually speak. But if it could speak, well, uh, I would say thanks. I appreciate you picking up that wrapper. Really, uh, really do appreciate that. I'd also like to thank Mason Tim at MT underscore the underscore RMT. I always stumble over that now. I miss the Bear to Bear 95. I, I really do, but it's okay. I support you and your choices, Mason. If you want to support the show, head on over to patreon.com slash the declaration online. Love to have you over there. For the mental health check this week. It's been a busy week. I don't think I'm the only person that's felt that, but man, this week's been busy. It was like Monday to Friday. Just go, 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 go. I was feeling quite stressed Monday to Friday. There was really not a lot of relief in there. But come Friday evening, once you're know, able to close up work and, and just be home, I just felt an incredible sense of accomplishment. Like, I felt like I really did something this like last week, I guess. You know, since Monday, so yeah, last week. And I, I guess it's just being more aware of things that are going on, right? Is knowing that, yeah, it's a bit of a grind. Knowing that Friday I'm going to have some sort of sense of accomplishment. But not trying to have that sense of accomplishment be such a wave that it affects me with a bit of an emotional hangover going into Saturday and Sunday. I did feel that a bit, you know, what goes up must come down, trying to smooth out those peaks and valleys, trying to keep things manageable. And Saturday was a bit of a slower day for me. I wanted to get a lot of stuff done, but I really didn't get a lot done. You know, it was I kept putting things off, putting things off, putting things off, and then as the time got later and later, like I wanted to clean the whole house again. I didn't get all the house cleaned. I got most of the house cleaned. Maybe I'm just being hard on myself sometimes too, right? Sunday morning was a pretty good day. Again, some slow parts. But, you know, by the afternoon I got working and I had a great like two and a half, three hour session where I cleaned everything I didn't clean. I cooked up, did some nice meal prep. You know, we just, it was... It's just a reminder that, yeah, things can be tough in the moment, but if you zoom out a bit, you can see patterns. And if you can just remove the ego, if you can remove yourself as the barrier to doing something, you just open yourself up. Yeah, and, and I did find that this week. But even though I didn't want to do some things, I I was just thinking, eh, this is my thoughts getting in my way of trying to do what I want to do. You know, I sat down, analyzed those thoughts, rationalized those thoughts, and 
it didn't have sticking power once I just actually just put some thought into it. Is that easy? Absolutely not. But it also got me thinking about the topic for today's show. So those of you who know, uh, guest of the so- guest of the show, friend of the show, Joshua Briscoe. That rhymed. At JB Briscoe on Twitter. He did a wonderful few hours uh, last week on his show, Almost Entirely Sports. You can get it wherever you listen to your podcast. It's very Chief centric, it's very Kansas City centric, but they have some just really good segments on there. One of them, he talked about vagueness in the context of Black Lives Matter. And essentially, We've all seen it, right? People make very vague statements online and players, coaches. People can make very vague statements. And the vagueness that you find in some statements can lead to misunderstandings. And then there's also intentional vagueness, which leaves the door open to the absolute worst. Right? Like an example is someone saying, you know, I don't agree with the way some people protest. I mean, you can take that many ways, but I don't know about you, but when someone says that, my mind immediately goes to the worst possible outcome. It's like, I mean, just say something more specific. Like if you're racist, just come out and say it rather than keeping it vague, right? Or if you have a specific issue, come out and state it. Because the more vague a statement is, the more that the blind spots that we all have They can grow, they can fester, they can affect others. And again, many examples. Go listen to the hour that Josh, hour plus that Josh went and did on it. It's it's very good. I'm not going to belabor the point on that side of it. But it got me thinking as well is how vagueness in our own lives and in the context of mental health affect us as well. We can be very vague when it comes to our needs, our wants, our goals, many things, right? Like, for for example, we can be very vague when it comes to describing our feelings. Hands up on an audio medium if you said, yeah, I'm feeling good. Like, I say that once a day, probably. And I think it's with good is it's, it's not a very specific, it's not a feeling. Right? Like, good is not a feeling. It's not a specific enough word to describe what you're actually feeling. And so, you know, you could say, I'm feeling excited. I'm feeling encouraged. I'm feeling scared. I'm feeling lonely. I'm feeling happy. Like, there's much more specificity that we can bring to the feeling words. And when we keep it vague, we are stopping ourselves from. I guess, fully understanding what we're going through and fully realizing the feelings that we have. And it doesn't just stop with feelings, you know, it goes to thoughts as well. Like, how can I analyze my thoughts and how can I reality test my thoughts and and challenge any kind of irrational, anxious thinking that I might have if I'm not specific, right? Like, a big part of cognitive behavioral therapy is understanding the relationship between your thoughts your feelings and your behaviors right so let's say you're an anxious person and you're you're anxious every time you leave the house and maybe the thought is i'm gonna run into someone it's gonna be the worst 
Oh, okay. So let's break that down. What about running into someone is going to be the worst? Well, we could start talking and they might see that something is wrong. Okay. Um, what, what would happen if someone saw that something was wrong? Well, they might ask me about it. Okay. What, what's wrong with someone asking about it? Well, I really don't want to go into any detail. I don't want to explain what I'm going through. It's embarrassing. Okay. So we can go from, I don't want to go outside. I don't want to go and see anyone to, I really wouldn't like to run into someone in public and have to explain what I'm going through. Even just specifying it that much, it at least gives you a couple steps in the right direction. And you can even start to plan a bit with that too, right? It's okay. What am I going to do if I do run into someone and they ask me this question? What am I going to say? You can practice that. You can have something prepared. And it just removes that one little unknown, but it also, it just, it, it specifies what the focus is. And yeah, just, I mean, just be specific. <laughs> Point blank period, be specific. And, and I guess the issue is, you know, depression it can make it difficult to want to be specific or to take the steps to reduce that vagueness. Being vague is, is very easy. Like, if I'm, let's say I'm, I'm trying to journal, right? I can just write down, yeah, today was good, had fun, great day. Sign off, close the book. Yeah, I journaled today. That's easy. I, I can do that any day of the week. What's a little more difficult, but a lot more rewarding, is being specific with the thoughts that I'm having, the feelings that I'm having, and the behaviors that go along with that. Right? Journaling, like, today I felt very discouraged. I was, I was, I, I was going out for a walk, and my shirt didn't fit right, and I was thinking very self-conscious thoughts. I was hyper-focused on my body and how others were perceiving me, and that caused me to feel unhappy. Like, just something like that, right? Where it's, <laughs> just find that specificity and know that there's understanding and there's clarity in that. But it's a lot easier just to keep it vague. And I think it's especially true when it comes to goal setting, right? Like let's take, let's take the, uh, the hundred pushups a day challenge for an example, right? Let's say in December I said, you know, I'm going to do some pushups, right? I'm going to do some pushups. How many days do you think I would have actually done pushups for? And how many, how many pushups do you think I would have done a day? Versus if I say I'm going to do 100 pushups every day. For 100 days. It's so much more specific. Being vague. It's easier to give up. When times get tough. And it's easier to think yourself. Into inaction. Like if I said the first thing. I'm going to do some push ups. As soon as I had a difficult day. Or a long day. I'm going to think myself. Oh, you know, just Let's just do 10 push ups a day. Or let's, let's do a couple now. And we'll come back to it. Or. Like, I would never have gotten the 100 days done if, I, if that was the thing. If I wasn't specific in what my goal was, I never would have accomplished that. Like, it's like the, the question then is, how do we become more specific? And we're going to take it back to elementary school. 
and we're going to ask the five W's. Who, what, when, where, and why. And I guess how as well. I never, okay, absolute side tangent. I, I always knew it as like the five W's, but where does the H fall? Is it like in Hamilton, you know, Angelica, Eliza, and Peggy? Or is it like the five W's and H? Like, I, I, I don't know. I wrote down an example. Let me walk you through this. And this is just another example of why it's so important to make the effort to be specific. And this kind of crosses over into what Joshua Briscoe was talking about on the radio. So you can make a statement. I agree with the protests. That's it. That's, that's the statement. I agree with the protests. And when you say that, there is that the, the, the vagueness, right? Does that include all of like the heated political issues that people are bringing up? Does that include rioting and, and everything? Like, what does that include? What What do you actually, what do you actually agree with? Or you can flip that on its head, right? Is I don't agree with the protests. If someone said that, I would jump to the immediate worst case scenario, worst outcome, worst interpretation, right? I don't agree with the protests. Oh, that's a nice burning cross you have in your backyard. Like that's immediately where my mind goes to. Is it always true? Probably not. Hopefully not. Versus a more specific statement. I support the right to protest and express thoughts against systematic oppression and racism against the black indigenous people of color community. I, I believe the NBA is a wonderful example of the players using their platform to draw attention to an issue, use their voice, and force systemic change. For example, the NBA opening up their arenas into polling stations, increasing advertising to promote civil engagement through voting, and creating a committee made up of players, coaches, and governors to discuss and combat social issues. I also believe that unless I have a lived experience with the issues that the black, indigenous, and people of color community faces daily, my thoughts on the quote-unquote correct way to protest don't mean a damn thing. Seeing like those in the streets wearing masks, fighting for social justice, it's inspiring, and I want to do what I can do to support those groups however I can. Is there any vagueness in that? Are there any questions about where I stand on that issue? The more specific you can be, whether it be with yourself, with your statements, with your goals, the more clarity and the more concrete steps you're going to find along the way. So this week... I would encourage you just to become more aware of vague language. Whether it's yourself or others, ask for more detail. Ask for more specificity. Don't be afraid to challenge that vagueness to get to the real message. And that's all I have. Um, Let's see. One tip. For a satisfying and healthy life. You think I'd start thinking of these things beforehand, but I, I really don't. Hmm. Um, go for a walk in the morning and go for a walk at night. When with us moving to the house, you know, we got a backyard, and I had the the, the absolute folly of thinking, 
that, oh, we have a backyard now. I can just let Delilah out in the morning and she's going to be happy as a clam. Well, no. Um, you actually still have to take your dog for a walk. And us not taking Delilah for a walk led to her kind of losing her, like, training on the leash, it seems. Like, she's a lot more pulley. She's not not as into, like, doing her tricks and stuff. So I've been taking her for walks every day for the last week, mostly because she's spayed and that's the only exercise we could really give her. And I, I do find that, you know, that's helping her to, you know, learn her lessons again and, and follow up with the train and be more responsive. But for me, for me, having wake up, get some sunlight, get some fresh air, get moving, get the day started. I find it very difficult when you wake up and the first thing you do is either load up the phone or roll out of bed and sit on the couch and fire up the TV and keep things mindless until what, 10, 11, 12, 1, 2, like whenever you get the day actually started. And then once the day starts, then, oh, oh, I have so much to do. I'm so stressed. I can't do it. And then I do nothing. I can't, I, I don't want to do that anymore. I, I want to do what's best for me. I want to be productive. I want to be responsible. And that starts for me is in the mornings, go for a walk, get the day started. At night, go for a walk as well. End the day. Walking can, is like a moving meditation right? Just get walking, get moving, get, get the blood flowing, get your brain moving, get into nature, go, just go and, and get out of the house. <laughs> Point blank period, get out of the house. But just having some sort of a routine and, and having that routine be healthy, I think it's huge. And I think we're all searching for some sort of routine after all of our routines were broken up by COVID and slowly trying to add in those things that we lost and work on those things that we want to work on and add in those things you want to add in so yeah that's my point go for a walk <laughs> very long-winded way of saying go for a walk and that's all we have for this week um yeah i wish you the best i, I hope you have a great one really just search for those opportunities to be more specific to reduce any kind of vagueness and as always just go find a way to love on yourself this week Focus on your self-care, your self-love. Work on that routine, whatever that may look like. I wish you the best. Have a great one. Bye-bye.